Hello, welcome to the Marketing in Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Colby Klusman, and I am super excited to be here today using a little pun because we have a special guest, um, Matt Bolian. Uh, he is the co-founder and CEO of Supered. And so, like I said, super excited to have you, Matt. Colby, I am supered. And you're right, that is the appropriate pun to use. Excited to be here. Uh, let's do it big. Yeah, let's do it. We, we're going to have a few episodes together, lots to talk about with you. Um, going through your LinkedIn and kind of some of your past experiences, it seems like you are just a wealth of knowledge of the, the things we're going to talk about. So let's dive in. This first episode, our question is demand generation versus demand capture. What's the difference? Um, I've seen some of your LinkedIn posts about this, so I know you have thoughts. Um, and let's just jump right in. So can you kind of, in layman's term, answer that first question for us? What is demand generation? Yes, I will. I'm going to add an uh, additional point. In high school, um, I got an award for when I was uh, from my student body. And the award was most likely to have an opinion and tell you about it. <laughs> awful award. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, makes you a great podcast guest. <laughs> oh, it, it makes me, it, yeah, it doesn't make me a good human. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, I've been working through that. So um, what is demand gen? What is demand capture? Gosh, so. Um, everything in, uh, especially marketing gets a definition and then that definition dies or it gets misused, uh, and then we lose it. So what I like to think about is demand capture, and demand gen is demand gen. Really. When you think about what is marketing's job, it is to decrease, it is to decrease customer acquisition cost period. Right now, when you think about how that is done, it has evolved with the onslaught of the internet, with the onslaught of a lot additional technology, with the ability to do attribution, with the events, with tracking. And what that has led to in marketing is um, you have demand capture, which is capturing latent demand, and you have generating of demand. And they are two separate functions. They are two that do separate things that are attributed differently, that are different places in a, a customer's journey. Um, and I'll sit there and you can ask me another question and I'll stop. But I was like, it, there is just no, like a, a marketing department has both demand capture and demand gen. And the issue I see today that is almost every marketing department focus way too much on demand capture. Mm, interesting. Okay. Well, you kind of led me into my next question where you said they're different. Can you walk through some of those main differences in how they function in marketing? Yes. Yeah, so if, with the problem statement of too many marketing individuals, even make an entire career, you call it performance marketing, right? It is demand on demand capture. It is the hyper focus on the ability to do attribution and do lead to deal conversion ratio. Like, Matt, why do you think that's a bad idea? Like that is demand capture. It is anything where I can do attribution. So I think almost like uh, you think about the customer journey, it's anything from almost consideration to actual purchase. So it often is a landing page is where it starts, a website, um, a, um, a sales document that you see people see during the sales cycle. So it's all these small things where I can do attribution and where I can start to influence. Now, here's the bigger issue. Software comes out. HubSpot is one of these two where I need to do sort, I need to source it. it. So when you think about demand capture, Hey, someone go to Google and searched and found HubSpot onboarding. And then they clicked on my website and then they did it. Heck yeah. MQL it's done. The issue is this waterfall math 
that goes, you need this many leads, your conversion ratio on your website needs this conversion ratio, which leads to MQL, and then you have this conversion ratio that leads to SQL, and that conversion ratio leads to deals, and thus marketing your job is to produce 400 MQLs. And so what does that mean? That means you will, based on that logic, always focus on demand capture first. So when I talk, talk about demand capture, it is SEO, SEM, all the entire funnel, all the way till conversion ratios to deal and everything in between that. Attributable actions. Demand gen. What is it? It is the scary dark funnel that you can't do attribution where you actually create following. It is. And so like, I'm going to define what it looks like when it's done well, and that'll help. It is. I put on a, I, um, I put a post up for a new hire and I immediately get a hundred applications. Demand gen. People want to work with you because you're making a movement. I, um, someone has heard, I've been listening to a podcast for the last 10 sessions, then searches your name in Google. You are already ranked first for even bound. They click it, even though it was a name link Google search. That it, Then it goes and then it becomes a lead and they tell you, hey, I've been listening to your podcast and I think you have great stuff. I want to work with you. That's demand gen. So we think about the reduction of CAC and the over and the overlay of it's actually creating the generation is everything. It's community. It's seeing an answer in a community, being in it and answering the question and provided helpful content at the very, and it's, it is where events, it's where you can't, it's where it's just attribution never makes sense. It's the non linear points in someone's journey, which by the way is the majority of people's journey today, non-linear events where you capture people's attention. And if you are not focused on capturing people's attentions today, you lose. So with that, do you see the challenge that most businesses face, like putting effort into demand generation being because it's hard to attribute? Are there other factors that play into kind of that hesitancy? The main factors people have in not doing demand generation is the CEO, not believing in demand generation as a way to decrease CAC. The main, the main factor is, hey, I am not hitting my revenue target. Where do I cut? I can't attribute if this is working. I don't think it is. I have gotten everything from like, it's this like, it's the, I need to control and I can't see direct revenue from this. I don't believe that it's helpful. So I don't do it. I, I, when I did um, Super, a good example here, I created a average website for $7,000. It has four pages, maybe five. And we have, with two people, without any SEO, paid no money. I haven't read a blog without any SEO, no optimization whatsoever, no pay PC. We have about to hit 500,000 AAR in the four months. So I just like, it's not that you don't need those things because their optimization is triggered, but you need the fire, then you put the gasoline. Well, the issue people do with lead, with lead capture is I'll put gasoline and it, it actually puts a, it put, it makes it like, there is no fire. There is no fire. So you need the fire. Another, another analogy I've heard people say is, is you have like, it's like a, the heel is your demand gen. So think about, like, have you ever created a snowman and it's snowing? It's much easier if you can go down a hill. Like, you need snow. Like, or, like snow is almost like this, 
like the, the funnel, like you have to have a website. You have to have something to capture people's interest. But the question is how fast are you going and the f- steeper the slope. That's demand gen. So if you don't invest in a steep slope, it doesn't matter how much snow you put, you're not, it's going to be really difficult to make. It's going to be re- you're going to have a lot of people pushing to make that snowman. So as we wrap up here, is there, obviously there needs to be a balance, but how much do you suggest people invest upfront in that demand generation? Like, is it a 50, 50, is it 70, 30 or 70, 30 demand gen lead capture, make a, make a average website that has decent positioning and then run really hard in creating brand, be in communities, be in create podcasts, create content, um, talk about it. That is where you're, that's where the fire's created. And then you can run really successful lead capture campaigns because you know what's working, what's not working, what the people are saying. Um, and I think it's missing in marketing today. I feel like I just learned so much and I was almost like stunned silent, like listening to you talk and just, you're not doing blogging. You're not paying money into PPC or SEO and like it's working for you. I think that's just so much proof in the pudding of people needing to hear, Hey, demand generation is like, it works and you need to spend time, money and effort into it, regardless of the lack of like clear cut attribution that you might be after. Yeah, you should create a you should create a podcast called called Marketing in Minutes. It would be good. <laughs> um, speaking of podcasts, as we wrap up, I mentioned uh, you have a podcast as well. It's called Becoming the HubSpot Super Admin. Can you tell us a little bit about that and where people can find it? Yeah, it was actually we have a new one coming out too called Fast and Tirious: How to Scale in the, as a HubSpot Solutions Partner. Uh, um, which we'll be talking about demand gen a little bit. Uh, that's number one. But number two is uh, becoming a, su- a super HubSpot admin. It's about telling the origin stories of how people became specialists in HubSpot and talk about it is the ecosystem where you can make a career as a rev ops, marketing ops, sales ops, fin ops, whatever ops you want to be. And, uh, and it's a long-term career. And so that's what it's all about. It's on the Sprocketeer network. And then I am, uh, and you can find it on LinkedIn. And yeah, look at that demand generation out in the wild, working for you, creating communities with podcasts and all that fun stuff. Um, So Matt, thanks so much for jumping on this episode. We're going to have you on a couple more, more great conversations ahead. Um, And until then, just again, I appreciate it. So thank you. Love it. Stay awesome. Keep doing it big and stay super. Adios. Thanks everybody for spending a few minutes with us today and we'll see you next time. Bye.